these thoughts aren't really strung together. This isn't written down. It's not scripted. Just what's coming to me. We the Gamer Cast was unique. It was a different show. It was, I think, probably one of the most important shows that I listened to. And it'd be hard to separate We the Gamer Cast from Sean. And I don't think you can. I think I think the show only exists because of Sean and his energy and who he is. He is indeed the heart of We the Gamer Cast. And you could remove him and, and maybe put in someone else, another host, but it wouldn't be We the Gamer Cast. It would just be another show trying to be We the Gamer Cast. What Sean did. What Sean did was he created a safe space, a safe space for people to connect and to talk and to be genuine and real and take away sometimes the facades that we have on the internet or or who we are as people. Sean allowed you to feel welcome and honest and it's through that honesty and, and through that welcomeness that, that we, the GamerCast, finds a home with anyone who they listen to, or anyone who listens to it specifically. You get to know people. You get to know their understand them. You get to under know, understand what's going on in their hearts, their minds, very detailed spots in their lives. And again, sometimes it's, it's a good laugh here and there, and, and, and you can connect with someone. Say, that person's just like me, or that happened to me. You created community after almost every show because you reflected and you connected with people who he spoke to. Sometimes you had to cry because a story was very real. Maybe you'd gone through that. And Sean would would walk these waters, would walk this path with this person, this interviewee, this total stranger from the internet and allow them to be vulnerable and allow for those moments, those human moments to sit and to be explored and to ask questions, not as someone pushing to to make sure the podcast is under 90 minutes, but rather as someone who genuinely cared about the other person. You always felt after an episode that we indeed did make more friends. And as someone who's had the ability to be on the show with Sean, the time was amazing just to sit there and really have sweet hangs. Just a chat with a friend that you felt like you hadn't seen for years, but was genuine and was real. We the Gamer Cast was special. And other shows will try to repeat it. We'll try to be something like it, but they can never be We the Gamer Cast. Thanks, Sean. Thank you for helping to create community, for connecting so many of us together. You're this kind of epicenter of human connection that we find on the internet with strangers. And we are truly thankful for everything that you have done for us, for the internet, and through We The GamerCast. Thank you so much, and I wish you well. Hey, Sean, it's Adam from Megadads. You know... As We The Gamer Cast comes to a close, I just have to tell you that for over the past couple of years, since John and I were introduced into this larger community, mostly through you and your shows, 
uh, I've always had it in the back of my head that this circle of friends that we've all built together is something truly special. It's a big-ass circle, too. Uh, not only does it span across the very globe, but it's fostered some of the most meaningful relationships that many of us have today. I spend more time listening to you and others than I spend with my own family, and that's special. Um, but like all good things, I also know in the back of my head that it's probably fleeting. With the ties that connect us all together only being as strong as an internet connection, and with the great majority of us destined to never even meet, I knew that it was probably only a matter of time before these ties, one by one, began to disconnect. Uh, so it's with that in mind that I've truly learned to appreciate this moment in my life, and to appreciate you, and all your guests as well. It's no secret that you've been the bonding agent for many of us in this indie podcast scene, and with this show closing its doors, I began to wonder what that would mean for my relationship with the rest of the community. Uh, when I begin to think about what that's going to look like, I begin to realize two things. First, everything ends, and that's okay. Just because one door closes doesn't mean something better isn't on the horizon, and if we're being honest, in five years when I'm in my 40s, John's kids are going to high school, we may find ourselves in a place where Megadads doesn't exist. And my day-to-day -day won't be spent listening to Grouchy talk about his backlog woes or to hear Bobby misstate facts about the PlayStation. It's sad, but life is all about moving forward, and that's okay. We'll all be okay no matter where we end up. The second thing I realize is this. No matter how many shows you cancel, Sean, and however many patreon programs fade away i feel like we're going to be friends forever because it's not video games and podcasts and twitter accounts that have made us friends those have just been the catalyst it's the frank conversations we've had about parenthood together or the stresses of finding time to make our art it's the artwork of mine that hangs in your daughter's room and it's the in jokes that span shows and tweets alike those are the things that have made us friends. You, sir, have been more than a host of my favorite podcast. You've been a good friend. And that will never change. So thank you for all the years of service to myself and the rest of your friends. I can't wait to see where life takes you next.
It's times like these you learn to love again. It's times like these, time and time again. like these you learn to live again It's times like these you give and give again It's times like these you learn to love again It's times like these Time and time again. Sean Capri, and welcome to the finale, episode 178 of We The Gamer Cast that published on iTunes and Google Play and became podcast, apples, and whatever else. Thank you guys for being on this road, this journey, this incredible ride, this show that was 
just a thing to see if I could do it turned into something a whole heck of a lot more. And I can't imagine a better way to start it than that absolutely perfect song and intro from my good friend Adam Leonard. I told myself I wasn't going to cry and uh, it's off to a bad start. <laughs> um, I'm I'm recording this mere minutes after Adam sent this to me and I told him, uh, he, he outdid himself in so many ways. I said, well, if you have it done by Sunday, that would be great. So of course he had it done on Saturday. So he's a day early. I thought it was just going to be an acoustic guitar. And of course he's got backup vocals, drums, pianos, and everything else. Angels singing. So I wanted to start out by saying thank you to Adam for going obviously above and beyond. And because you did that, you helped me shape what this is going to be. I was honestly thinking the last couple of days, I had a couple of ideas on what I wanted to do with this final show. Nothing seemed like it was good enough. Nothing seemed like it was worthy that after all of not, and it's not like anything that I'm, any pressure I'm putting on myself. I feel like I just want to make it as great for you guys, for the people who reached out and said such uh, kind and, and just incredibly generous things about the show and what they took from it and where their lives have gone since coming into contact with We The Gamer Cast, it, it kind of inflated things a little bit. And I wanted to make sure that this was this matched that. And so I don't I don't carry myself in a way that I think this show is anything unordinary. I, I think there are so many talented people creating content. And the number one thing that I learned from Seamus Mullins, my very first guest, was that I actually don't have to be very good at all. I <laughs> This show stands on the backs of and the shoulders of my incredible guests. And I just let them do the talking. I ask a couple of questions and I let you guys do the talking. And through that, we've all come to know one another and love one another and come to understand where we all come from. And that content creation is more than just putting a thing out there. It's more than the clicks and the views and the likes. We have created lifelong friendships through the show. So before I want to, I'm finding myself getting a little too on that preachy side. This show is as good as it was because of a great many people. And so as Adam sent in his his submission, his song, and his his audio, I realized that I would like to, as much as possible, while still making this show this final show move forward, I'm gonna take a step back and I'm gonna let you guys do the talking. Sometimes I'll have to do the talking for you because some of the um some of the comments came in in text, but a lot came in through audio. So I'm gonna be playing quite a bit of those and before I get to that uh, well, well, later we'll get to why is the show shutting down? Maybe what's next? What's going on in my mind? Uh, maybe some thoughts and memories that I have from the show. But this show would be nothing if it wasn't for my wife. It would be nothing if it wasn't for the man who actually created We The Gamer Cast to begin with and allowed me to take it in this crazy direction. Andrew Semichek of We The Nerdy created We The Nerdy. Uh, allowed me to run with this thing in a way that people thought that I <laughs> was running We The Nerdy. So, and he never, Andrew was not an ego guy. He just wanted to create something that allowed others to be involved in geekdom and nerddom. And that's where him and I clicked a thousand percent. We just wanted to connect with people about being a, being a geek. And look how, look at, look, just that totally open, totally positive notion got us here. 178 episodes. It might even be 177. I don't know if I ever rectified a Ray Osario issue that I had. Sorry, Ray. <laughs> Might be 177 real episodes, but who knows? That's the magic of podcasting. Seamus Mullins, Bobby, Brock McLaughlin, 
three absolutely critical guests in the first 10 episodes of this show. Dave Moore, Johnny Casino, Day Space Studios. Uh, I didn't have to pay anything to host this show. Between Andrew and Dave Moore and Johnny Casino now in Day Space, I didn't have to pay a dime. Um, and that really, <laughs> I mean, always helps when you don't have to freeze the best kind of deal. So thank you, you guys. Um, incredible friendships with Dave Moore. Just when the first time he was on the show, I just, how can you not laugh at that dude? Um, Antonio Guillen and Adam Leonard and Gary Gray helped me take the show to another level. Antonio Guillen, right from the very beginning, reached out and just wanted to do whatever, whatever I could possibly even think of or couldn't even think of. We used to go on Skype calls and just like come up with all these different ideas and things that we would like to do. And that's just the kind of guy Antonio is. And Adam Leonard, of course, um, drawing the things for the video intros I always said at the end and Antonio being the one to put it all together and my Anchorman cartoon animated by none other than Gary Gray. So the look of this show, along with the sound of the show, is made up of all of you. This is, I just kind of get to sit back and, and ask a couple of questions and look at the amazing things that have happened. I've sort of worked with incredible people like Toby Thornton, Joseph Moran, Mark Carabin, Jacob Rush, Ryan Black, Donnie Reese, and Kevin Austin as we had the Make Us Better Patreon. We just wanted to... Did I say Bobby in there too? Bobby, you already got your thank you, so, so just take it easy. But we came together in a thing where we just didn't want to... We wanted to um, make our shows and content better. We didn't want to compete. And I thought there was something very beautiful about the Make Us Better community and it has spun off, and I do, I truly believe that the PSVG network taking its own direction now is something uh, that is is so awesome. The uh, the kind of honeys, the Fiona McKinnon, Kaylee Woomer, Nikki Pettit, and Zyger, I guess, if you want a Zyger, if you want to throw yourself in there as well. Um, Luke Lore, just when, I, I need to say this about Luke Lore in the episode, I, I wish I could, I should, probably should have looked it up when Luke was on, 120-something, I think. Um for dozens and dozens and maybe even over a hundred episodes, people came on and told their own stories, their own struggles. They were very open and vulnerable with me. And I remember throughout all of those episodes thinking about while we were having those conversations, thinking about my struggles and how all I wanted to do was just say, man, I can relate to you on that or I can, here's where I'm at with that. And, and I didn't. And it was, not until Luke came on the show when he, I think he just said the word. I don't even know if he really said anything about his own personal experience, but it was at a time when I heard a word and I was going through a thing that weekend and I just completely, that changed everything. Having Luke on the show changed what I thought of this podcast could be what I could get out of it. I was already getting, I think that therapeutic notion of it, but Luke allowed me and he was there for me in the absolute perfect way. And of course, now the Xbox Drive, the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet will continue. And he allows me to be very tight on the timelines. I show up, we record the thing, and then I got a jet. And it's because of his flexibility that that show is allowed to continue. And it's uh, one of the main reasons that I it's hard to do this show. This is, actually, I'll get, I'll get to uh, the last person, uh, Delvin Cox unbelievable support from Delvin. Uh, he was on the show in February in 2018 and every week, always like, like even before I would know that the show was live, <laughs> he's telling the internet to his 8,000 freaking followers. So to Delvin Cox, everybody like Delvin who shared the show, who got excited when it went live, that means more than words could ever say. 
as cliche as that sounds. So thank you to you guys. Um, I'd have to listen back to remember where the heck I was going next to this. So why don't we why don't we throw it back to a couple of people who had some great things to say here. I'll stop talking. Maybe remember what I, where I was about to go and come back in a bit. And thank you to everybody for your submissions, your comments, everything. Uh, absolutely incredible. So here we go. Uh, why don't we start with uh, why don't we start with Josh Stapleton? Hey Sean, it's Josh Stapleton. I just wanted to take a second and tell you how uh, appreciative I am for you and for all the hard work you've done with We the Gamer Cast over the years. It's it's a show that's definitely really important to me. It was the first podcast I was ever on, and I was really nervous. And yet, uh, you did such a wonderful job with it and making me feel like um, like I wasn't a total schmuck as as I babbled my way through through an episode. And I think that's a credit to you and, and to your talents. And and I hope that someday uh, either this or something like it can return because uh, it's a perfect format to showcase what a talented interviewer you really are. Um, and I also want to want to thank you for the memories. You know, I'll, I'll never forget listening to Jacob Rush's episode, sitting at my desk at work and having to um, take the headphones off and excuse myself so that I could go into the bathroom and, and cry. Um, and then other episodes, being able to just laugh and, and, and have a good time, um, you know, and just really get to know these people better. Uh, I think of Johnny Casino and his episode, and that was an introduction for me to him. And we've since become really good friends, and it's uh, all because of We the Gamer Cast. And so, anyways, um, Without blabbing this on forever, I just I just wanted to tell you thank you. I've really appreciated having the the insight each week into your life and into all these guests, getting to know them a little bit better. It's it's really been something uh, that has been uh, really really special and important to me. So, anyways, completely understand why it's shutting down, but just wanted to tell you that I love you and I really appreciate all the hard work you've done. It doesn't go unnoticed. Thanks, Sean. Bye. They say a good thing doesn't always last forever, but I say a good thing always has the chance to become a classic. To you, Sean Capri. And all the listeners, once again, thank you for We The Gamer Cast, even though it is going away. I think it's going on hiatus, <laughs> and then that's the way that's, that sounds. Um, I want to say thank you for everything that you've done, that you have done, Mr. Capri. And thank you for having me, Eddie V, on the show uh, to talk about a lot of ranging things uh about optional opinion and life in general um really enjoy what you did for the video game community for podcasters and people who you wanted to meet and know about their lives and yes everybody mr capri has pretty much made a classic and continued to make work that will always stand the test of time so mr capri don't you cry don't you worry i know this is hard for many to see that you are stepping away from Be The Gamer Cast, but it's always a possibility that you come back. 
So I wish you the best in the future. We have more projects to do. Um, we got more great gaming and viewpoints that you want to express. And I'm always going to be a fan. I'm always going to tune in to what you do next. So with that, everybody, Mr. Capri, I love you. Uh, hope to talk to you more. And you're always welcome to come on to Optional Opinion and discuss more things with me. I do enjoy having these discussions with you. So with that, even though that might be the final goodbye, I'm not going to say fully that this is the end. Because I think in the future, you may bring it back. And if you don't bring it back, then you could claim it as the end. Love you, man. So see you later. Bye. We the GamerCast was a beacon in my podcast feed. I heard about it for the first time not that long ago, probably less than a year ago, from the guys over at Player One Podcast. And um, I'm very glad they mentioned it. I'm very glad they had you on that week because it's just a different thing. Uh, you did real good in the world you did real good on the internet and there's not too many opportunities for someone to say that about a a person who's creating content on the internet and it's really as i try to write and so on it's something that i try to emulate um i try to let it influence me so that i'm always a positive force in life not even just on the internet it's helped me check my cynicism, my jaded nonsense at the door, and it's really been a positive influence on my life, and I know on so many others. So, uh, Sean, you've done such great work, and you should be very proud of yourself. This is the kind of thing that transcends just games and content creation. It's a legacy that you've left uh, that you and your family should be very proud of. And uh, I hope during this episode you play a track from MechWarrior 2 or something. And I'm so glad that you uh, you were willing to abide my defending of GoldenEye 007 and my nonstop ranting about MechWarrior 2. So thank you so much. And Godspeed, courage, kung fu fighting, as the Men in Blazers would say. What can I say about Sean Capri that hasn't already been said by all the people on Twitter? Um, there's not a whole lot. Uh, he he is one of the most positive people I think I've ever met on the internet. He is absolutely, without a doubt, the most encouraging person I've had uh, when it comes to podcasting. Uh, I put out a Facebook post almost two years ago uh, saying how much I wanted to be on podcasts and how I wanted to get started. And... He sent me a message and said, I'd love to have you on the show. Uh, even though I didn't have a following, even though I didn't have anything that would help make his show better, even though I didn't have all of these followers to help promote his show, he was still nice enough to send out that invite to me. And I was just some guy. He didn't know me. I didn't know him. But he was nice enough to send out that invite to me and encourage me to be on the show. Uh, after our show, he couldn't believe that I had never been on podcasts. Uh, he was very encouraging and he was very supportive saying you should start your own show and 
you know, he said, if you have any other, any questions on it, like, let me know, I'll be glad to help you out. And without Sean's support and encouragement, I wouldn't have started my own show. Um, I wouldn't have met all of the cool people that I've met on the internet and how much positive there is in the world when it comes to gaming. Um, a lot of people will say there's a lot of negative things out there, but if you're around Sean and especially if Sean follows you and you know, you're kind of in Sean's circle, if you want to say that, um, I don't think I've met a negative person in there. Um, I, you know, I've met some great friends through there, Brock and Luke and Bobby and, all these people have been so positive and so encouraging and without Sean and without this show, I wouldn't have met any of those people that have made my life better knowing him and knowing all of these people through this show. So um, I'm sad to see it go, but I know that Sean's always going to be out there spreading positivity and making the internet an awesome place. So keep it up, Sean. I know you're going to be out there still making the world awesome. So thanks for everything, man. I really do appreciate it. Hey, Sean, Ryan Turford here, wishing you all the best. Of course, I literally just walked in the door a few minutes ago, just read the news that that we, the GamerCast, is retiring, retiring undefeated, mind you, but retiring no, nonetheless. Um, and I wanted to record the, the special message to, to say thank you um, to everything that you and you've done and the podcast has done for me personally um, and for everyone out there who, who listens. I know that I'm not the only one. Um, who would say this when I'd say that Be The Gamer Cast was a, a positive uh, influence on our lives. Um, it helped not only influence me creatively, but also um, personally getting through a lot of uh, difficult situations that I've experienced over the last couple of years. I know that the last couple of years at least haven't been too, haven't been easy on me as far as uh, emotionally anyways. Um, but I know We The Gamer Cast always really helped me through a lot of those situations. So um, first of all, I wanted to say thank you to We The Gamer Cast for giving uh, people who didn't have their own platform a platform really to tell their story. And, and you like no question was off the table for you. Like uh, anyway, like you would always even like really want to uh, ask the difficult questions and you never shied away from that. And it led to some amazing conversations that uh, help me get through similar issues on, on my own. Um, and I know it helped a lot of people out there. Um, and I can't uh, even begin to, to say thank you for that. Um, also, I want to say thank you, of course, for making We The GamerCast a positive uh, source in our, our video game community and helping bring us together anyways, because I know that at least me personally, I know a lot of people would say the same thing. I met so many amazing friends through We The GamerCast as far as every single week we got to uh, meet a new person, learn a little bit about them, and then of course we could uh, reach out on Twitter or there's always a, a way to reach out to to the person because they would have to reach out to you, of course, to be on the show. So um, it was really cool to actually get to meet so many amazing people that way. Um, but most of all, though, Sean, most of all, I got to meet such an amazing friend in you, Sean Capri, through through the GamerCast because I know that my introduction to the show was my introduction to you. Sean as a person and I I couldn't have asked for a better friend. Uh, I mean, you've always been there uh anytime I needed you and I mean I, I can't say enough about you, about you as a friend Sean. You're you're such an amazing person. You bring so much positive energy and and yeah, so I mean, I would always be thankful to We the Gamer Cast even though it's going on, on to retirement, even though I won't get to meet a new person every Monday. Uh, at least I know that um, I have now the courage anyways to, to, to get to other people. I know that I myself 
very introverted, um, someone who doesn't make friends, new friends very easily. But I'm so glad I got to make you, meet you as a friend, Sean, uh, through the GamerCast and a lot of other people as well. Um, I don't I want to list off a, a list of names because it would take me too long to, to go through. So I want to say good luck to uh, everything you've got going forward. I know that we the GamerCast isn't necessarily the end. I mean, first of all, we got that driving show with the Xbox and the things and the stuff. And uh, I know for us creative types, you know, the journey never truly ends. But um I want to say thank you again for for giving us all an opportunity to tell our stories. And I want to say that uh, I'm really happy for you and your family going forward. Um, And I'm really looking forward to see where that journey takes you next. So thank you, Sean. And thank you for We The Gamer Cast. Music was always a really important element, maybe an understated element to We The Gamer Cast. I always tried to pick a song that was maybe a remix or somehow related to something that the guest and I talked to. And sometimes I would actually say it and, and outline it. 
but mostly I just wanted to put it in there. And anybody who connected the dots, I think, got a little extra Easter egg out of the out of the show. Uh, and that song was from uh, a YouTuber, Harry Savan, who allowed me to use the song actually for a brief while for If We Ran Nintendo. And it's one of my favorites. Well, first of all, it's from one of probably the best trailers, maybe best video game trailer of all time. It was for the Breath of the Wild, uh, the original trailer that came out. And I remember that song just climaxing at that point and then Zelda crying out, in, in, which is the crying is much better than the Japanese version. Uh, and for whatever reason, that song is, I've listened to that song probably like dozens and dozens of times. I absolutely love that song. So I just wanted to throw that in there as a bit of a tribute to the music of We The Gamer cast. And I just, you know, that one's just for me. If you guys didn't like it, that's, that's for me. Um, the guys from Fluxopposed originally introduced me to, or I guess reintroduced me to OC Remix. And that's, that's really the majority of the music that was used on We The Gamer cast was from ocremix.org. And I think a lot of us, have revitalized, if not just rediscovered or discovered for the first time, OC Remix, just in these last couple of years, and it, it's just a, a great source for music and and love of music and, and video games. So I wanted to I wanted to throw that in there. Uh, in the middle here, I don't know how long this episode is going to be. I've got I've got a whole bunch of uh, comments and things that people had written in, and I and I planned on getting to as many as possible. But then I'm like, how do I choose? Uh, we'll see. I still, I still don't know how this whole thing is going. And it's kind of like, that's how every episode of We the Gamer cast goes. I've, I had maybe like three or four questions that I would absolutely want to get to most people and then just see where it goes. And sometimes it was, sometimes it was great. Sometimes there was less than great, but who knows what this is. So this is special yet not all that special in that, in that sense. So I think before I got, uh, distracted, I was going to talk a little bit about why the show has to has to be shut down and it's hard it's hard to do the show and before i uh, man i i i talk about this first there i have to admit that as i'm going through this as i'm reading the the kind gestures and putting this thing together and making it what it is this this i'm doing it as i talk and there's a catharsis to this there's a there's a payoff to ending this there's a there's like a positive i'm getting something out of this i'm not sure how exactly to articulate it but it's this this thing when the things that are fleeting in life as adam alluded to in his intro that's what makes them special it's the things that are not infinite that you value more it's it's hard to it's hard to derive value out of something that will be around forever it's hard to appreciate them for the impact and for the what they mean to you if they're just going to be around forever and when it comes to, i don't know if you guys can hear my dog he's crying about this as well so that's that's just very fitting as a content creator and a lot of you guys are content creators yourselves there's a um there's this there's this thing that seems exhausting if you don't have an end goal in sight if there's no finish line, if there's no end, it can seem like, why do it? Why do it at all? And I remember having that feeling at the very beginning <laughs> in the first couple of episodes. And Bobby showed me the way. Bobby showed me why. He didn't explicitly say anything to me to say, like, this is why you do the thing. But through his conversation, he he opened my eyes to what was possible with this show. But 
when you make something week after week after week, or if it's month after month or whatever it is, and there's no, uh, there, there's something inherently accomplishing in a, in a, in crossing a finish line. So I guess that that's maybe what it is about this, that I feel like after 170 something episodes, I feel like I've, I've accomplished something. And now by shutting it down, it's under my own control. It's a, it, I feel like this is my call to close this down. So there are positives to be derived out of this. And I will always have my, my goal at the, at the beginning of with the gamer cast was to reach a point in my life where I could look back on a collection of conversations that I would have and look back on them fondly as time capsules for where I'm at with, with my life as encapsulations of how I became maybe more skilled in my, in my interviewing and how people would open up and tell completely different stories from, from week to week to week. It started, I think from, you know, how did you get your first console to things that were very, very different. And it was that openness that people uh, showed me that allowed me to be open. And I, and I just think that that made it very, very special. I'm not looking for, a pity party necessarily, but I kind of wanted to run down it. Maybe if this is something that people can connect with, um, why, again, why, why the show has to, has to come to an end. It's not just so that I can get this payoff. <laughs> and yeah, that's more of a side effect than anything. Um, but as the show kind of was going on, especially in the last couple of dozen episodes or so, um, I was trying to figure out like what else do I want to do with this show? I feel like after nearly 200 episodes, I had I had done all that I could ever imagine to to do. Now that's that's flawed thinking, I, I think. Even admittedly, it's flawed in that what did, what did I imagine I could do in the first ten episodes? I probably accomplished everything that I could have imagined in those first ten episodes. So continuing the show would probably open things up to something else. But at the at the time, I just I don't know. I don't know what else we the gamer cast is aside from just collecting more conversations with people. I felt like it kind of lost its its pizzazz a little bit. And this is the reaction that people are providing is very is is great and it's um maybe better to close it down when you actually can get <laughs> reactions like that rather than it fizzling out and then nobody caring. So it's kind of a kind of a Seinfeld effect. Um the other thing that I've really contemplated about quite a lot actually is this is this regret that I have after I close down a show, after I after I end a Skype call and meet somebody and get to know somebody who I think is truly awesome? Uh, Warren, the tech junkie of Calgary, is a great recent example where, like, the, that dude is awesome. And I want to be friends with him. And Mario, Mar- Mario Piacudillo, I was more worried about the second name. And Sterling Silver. These are awesome, awesome people that I have not been able to connect beyond the podcast with. And I don't know if that's silly or not, but it feels like, it feels like for me, it's different now in the 170 episodes where in the beginning, Bobby was, you know, the third or fourth or whatever it was person that I had met through here. We became like best friends and Brock McLaughlin and all these people who, you know, but if you, if you add them all up, you can't have a Bobby relationship with everybody. You can't have a Luke Lore relationship with everyone. And it's really been weighing on me that it starts to feel a little superfluous or or shallow, 
even though I, that's that's the opposite of what I want. I don't want people to think like I just had them on the show just so I could pump an episode out. Like I genuinely wanted to know more about them. And I, the fact that I I would end the show, put out the episode, and not have any more conversations with some of these, but many as time went on, more and more, um, that weighed on me quite a lot. That that's one of the bigger reasons why the show has to come to an end, which is which is counterintuitive because now I'm not going to meet anybody else. Like that's this is <laughs> remember I remember when I first started the show, I was like, man, I, I I could second guess myself at every single turn. That obviously hasn't changed in in three years. So it's not just the time of the show, it's everything that comes along with it. But it's also the time of the show. <laughs> I'm in um I'm in the mountain time zone, which makes it difficult for me to do evening shows with people on the East Coast, uh, which is where the majority of people are. It becomes very late as uh as Lincoln's bedtime is pretty rock solid. And I can count on that, but that still puts me at about ten o'clock, eleven o'clock Eastern Standard Time to start a podcast. And that's a tough that's a tough call. I think only I think only the the Nintendo dads can pull that off. So so there's that scheduling. There's the three parts of the. There's the intro, the interview itself, and then the outro. Um, probably making it the most complex show that I do. I show up for if we're at Nintendo, and then I record the Xbox drive in my car. So by far, we the GamerCast is the most complex, and it deserved to be the most complex. But this these are more reasons why I just I. It's tough. It's emotionally draining and difficult to determine the, the direction or the tenor of the show when I'm just trying to like squeeze it in. So it's, I haven't really found a way in life, I think, to prepare myself for something big with like two minutes. Because I, before I would have 10, 50, maybe even a half an hour, there's times where I would sit down at my computer a half an hour before the interview would start and I'm like, I'm able to mentally and emotionally prepare for what it is I wanted to get out of the show. And as time went on and the kids started popping out, I had less time to prep for like like that. Like um, not necessarily the questions. It wasn't the questions that I needed time to prep for. Just what was the direction and what did I want to get out of that? And that clarity that I was able to get, I think, before the shows started helped it be better in the early days. And that is and that's been fleeting. Why don't we take a quick music break? I'll gather my thoughts, maybe see what we want to do next. I've got a couple other things that I want to cover. And I really appreciate you guys being here for the final We The Gamer cast.
good is that? Holy crap! I hope that's maybe pick up the pick up the mood a little bit. It's not. It's been a little negative so far. <laughs> a little bit of downtrodden. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a couple things. I've got maybe some some botched, admittedly embarrassing interviews that I'll, I'll let you guys know about from my perspective. Some regrets. Uh, some of my favorite interviews, and then maybe what the future holds. Uh, and then I I really. I, 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 I'm going to read a couple of these tweets too. Why don't we start with, with some of the tweets? Um, I mentioned Sterling Silver a little earlier. We the, he said, We the GamerCast makes everyone who appears on it feel not only welcome, but like they are indeed a special guest. The guests and watchers feel like they are part of a community that is welcoming and feels more like a family. Sean's constant positive attitude could light up the world. I, I kind of speed through that last time. I don't like compliments about me personally. The show is, the show is great. Thank you, Sterling Silver. Uh, Chris Birdo. One of the most harrowing, again, another episode that just like, holy crap, what stories can we uncover? And you guys should go back. If you haven't listened to the Chris Birdo episode, go, go, that's, that's a while ago. It's pre 100. That's for sure. Um, he says he's got a couple, he got a thread going. He said, okay, I have two pretty important memories from We the Gamer Cast, and they're both from my first appearance. Number one, you low key, uh, knew that Chelsea was, except, wait, what the heck did you say? <laughs> I think he's getting to the fact that I, I let, let it out of the bag that uh, I that I would be announcing that Chelsea was pregnant. So he said, Chelsea was expecting Lincoln when you asked me how being a father changed my gaming habits. You announced the pregnancy the following week. Secondly, you bringing me onto the show was a foot in the door to the industry, quotes. Doing We The Gamer Cast ignited my desire to create content, both streaming and written. Through you, I found We The Nerdy and Andrew Semichek and started reviewing games. You inspired me to keep streaming and wanting more. You inspired me, you inspired me to make my own content better. I've bounced around, restarted, struggling to find my place, but you're always there to kick my butt. <laughs> I'm glad you took it that way, man. He said, it all started with you asking me on to Weed the Gamer cast, and I can't thank you enough. Fiona McKinnon, one of my favorite Canadians. I will never stop thanking this podcast and Sean Capri for giving me the opportunity and confidence to branch out and do things like stream, podcasts, and write articles. I want to make you something. I think that might have been, did I copy not everything? I'll just keep going. Fiona, if every, if anybody doesn't know, Fiona McKinnon, uh, Zeranix, uh, she's also doing a podcast with Alex Van Aken called Nuke This. Um, I was supposed to be doing a E3 predictions episode, the very first round of E3 predictions episodes that we did, and somebody bowed out, and I put a call out, and she reached out, and that's how Fiona and I first, she's like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. So I just, uh, it's the magic of this show that, and the magic of the internet that brought us together. Can't believe I'm writing about the end of We The Gamer Cast in a day and age when people think of video game related podcasts. The names that commonly come up are things like Giant Bomb or Kinda Funny or Rooster Teeth, and that makes me sad. This is Kevin Austin from PSVG. He wrote in something that I'm going to read for you guys here. It's very special. The real stars of the podcasting community is the indie podcast, and thanks to your show, I was introduced to so many different folks I interact with on almost daily basis. So it's truly a shame that this is coming to an end, but it's for reasons we can all understand and relate to, especially for those of us who do podcasts. Listening to all the amazing stories and tales and general just an unplugged discourse between two people who in most cases didn't really know each other. Your personality and kindness make it an easy task for the guests to open up and carry on with you for an hour or more. Each episode would be. And it's honestly a tribute to you, my friend. People who showed up because of you. People listen because of you. I will happily continue getting my Capri fix on the Xbox drive. Bah. And I still laugh every time you make Bobby's blood boil on if we ran Nintendo. So thank you, Sean, for all that you've done 
for this community and for what you've done for, for me personally. It's thanks to you for many things that PSVG has become and continues to work on. No need to go into them all in detail here on the show. You know what you've done for us. So thank you, my friend, and for everything I'm sure you will continue to do, We The Gamer Cast won't be forgotten. It will always be remembered as the jumping off point for what I'm sure you will continue to do for the interwebs.
a few weeks ago when I announced the end of the show from the Twitter account, uh, messages almost in- instantly started pouring in. Why is this ending? I'm so mad. I'm so <laughs> people pleading that the show did not come to an end. And in an instant, I was reminded that the show mattered at a time when I felt like it was starting to fall down the priority list. And it didn't, uh, not even my priority list, but even in the slew of other great shows out there, it was, it's, it's a crowded space and it's hard to keep reminding yourself that the thing that you are making is worth it and is really good. Especially (laughs) my, my nature is typically to not think that the thing I'm making is awesome. I joke about, I have a, I have a shirt that says I'm awesome, but it's a, it's a joke. It's a, so it's, it, it was this very real and reminder and this onslaught of a reminder that the show mattered to people in a way that I had forgotten. And this was overwhelming for me. Um, I was sitting on the couch with Lincoln and Chelsea was there and we were going to go somewhere. I can't remember. I think we might have been going to my parents' house and I just started crying uncontrollably. It was one of those, it was one of those ugly cries where I thought I had it under control and then another message would come in from Andrew Gonzalez or Fiona or Brendan Myers or so many people. And I'm sorry that I can't mention everybody. Um, It was, it was in that moment that Chelsea did what she had done hundreds of times before. She reassured me that we, the gamer cast was something that should exist. She told me that to uncancel it. She's, (laughs) She said, is it, is it too late? Is it, can't you just not cancel it? And I'm just so lucky that along this journey and as it's not like, it's not like podcasting is over for me. Let's just, let's just say that I'm still doing it for Nintendo. I'm still doing the Xbox drive. It's just this show. Um, but it was her saying uncancel it and everybody else jumping in and saying that the show meant something to them was, it was a very, it was a very real moment and I'll never forget it. And I wanted to capture that on this show. Uh, because it's not even like some people, I, I think Kevin mentioned it in his, in his letter um, that I'm doing this for, for family. I think I've outlined that it's a little more than that. It's more than just that. I've got to focus on family, which obviously I have to do, but it, Chelsea in that moment reassured me that it's not like she feels marginalized by all of this. And that she recognized that We The Gamer cast is special to me and it's special to other people and that I'm decent at it and that people like it. And they, I needed that in that moment more than, more than anything. I needed a lot, I think, in that moment. But I think I've gone over why, probably to death, why this thing has got to end. So I wanted to, if nothing else, just capture that one day, that moment, that, that, that was, um, that was one of those in life, you just have a few of those moments where you're like, I probably should remember that. I remember, I remember very vividly talking to Luke Lore uh, about my struggles. I remember the end of the show as I tweeted that out, as silly as that is, like using Twitter. Um, but I remember everything coming back in. And everybody's, it's hard. And I, I remember replying back to people with words that I felt were cliche and empty, but I meant more than I could have expressed in that moment. And I'm trying to capture that now, but it's, it's impossible. Uh, I, after looking at this, after thinking about it, 
I, I, I want to give myself a little bit of credit. I really do think that this is an A-plus show. In the, in the landscape of podcasts, this is I, – I always knew it was different. Um, that's number one. But number two, I think it's it's very – it's quality. I think it's actually better than the Xbox Drive or if we're on Nintendo because it's unique and difficult to do. It's a, This is a hard show to do. I think I, I've talked about it with um, Johnny Casino on Radio is Lame. He's gone on to – capture the the one-on-one in a totally in a different and unique way which i think is great um and so his show is not what i mean when i say this i think this one-on-one thing is easy to mimic but it's difficult to be great and i think people allowed me to grow over time they they continue to encourage me through times where i probably wasn't this show i should say probably wasn't all that great but because of people's encouragement and support uh i continue to create the show and I think that that allowed it to become what it was. And so for that reason, I continue to encourage people who want to just create content to just do it because you don't know what it, it might not be this. It might not. You might not have like a finale where you, you cry over the show ending. <laughs> Probably most shows you don't cry over them ending. But some of you are on a run right now. Some of you are on a multi-year run of a show that means a lot to you. And it takes a lot of your time and your families understand what it means to you. And you will have this moment as well. But life will go on. I don't know if this show or the spear or the what I've done with the show is dead forever, as Ed, Ed mentioned earlier. But the We The Gamer cast is definitely over. Um, and I had no idea, and I still don't know when something else could happen, but I do know that sometime in the future, um, I got to do this again. Something like it, whether it's the hour-long conversations with people or I've been inspired by Scott C. Jones's new show, Heavily Pixelated, something else, something something inside me is driving me to discover what that next thing is. And I think that's ultimately what has got me feeling comfort in closing this one down because I think the format I've explored enough. I think there's a new format to be done um, that is still... I still want to, I almost want to use the podcasting as an excuse uh, and a, a real reason to play games. That's That was one of the reasons I wanted to start podcasting was uh, or writing, I guess, about uh, video games. It gave me an excuse uh, to play and finish games. And with podcasting now, it's an excuse to hang out with friends. If nothing else, if it, hopefully we create great content, but if nothing else, it, it, it allows us this, it elevates hangout time. It elevates sweet hangs to I got to do this not like if I've got time maybe I might play some multiplayer with some friends sometime it's nope we got to record this and that I, I feel like a lot of us really leverage that I met some really great people genuinely great stories were told on we the gamer cast and it's something that nobody else will be able to accomplish at the indie level I don't think I've made legitimate friends with rock stars like Bobby the geek guru <laughs> The Nintendo dads, the guys from Married to the Games or the Mega Dads. And I want to hang out with my friends. I want to catch up with Brock McLaughlin and Joseph and Kyle and Fiona and Blessing and Chris McCracken. And there's so many people that I have I didn't get to have on the show. That's one of my biggest regrets. I recently met Matt Big Fat. Uh, and I've I've known Moises from OK Beast for a long time. A lot of people from the PSVG crew. Coach and Kyle and Josh. And Kevin, Kevin wasn't even on the show. So many people that I I hold the regret in my heart that I wasn't able to get to them. 
I would say that the scariest thing about ending this show as life becomes a little crazier, and I always recognize that there is a therapeutic nature to this show, um, whether it's for me or for you or for the guest, what's scary to me is that I don't have that anymore, and I'm, I'm a little scared not to have it. And that might be a motivating factor for something coming up in the future, but I'm not, I have zero plans at the moment, but I'm, I'm a little scared that I don't have like the Xbox drive in the end, if we're a Nintendo don't, um, don't fill that space and they, they're, they shouldn't, they're totally different shows. Um, but that's something that, that weighs on my mind for sure is that this was the, this was the therapeutic one and that's a little scary not to have. I mentioned earlier that I was going to talk a little bit about maybe i'll just mention it briefly some of the botched interviews or some embarrassing moments <laughs> over the years and i don't even know if these people even well one person definitely realizes it um an episode that you guys never heard and another regret that <laughs> won't be on we the gamer cast is ed placencia from married to the games we had one seriously one of the best conversations and it was my it was that's when i learned that you absolutely need to have a backup or three backups because as soon as the conversation was over, I saw the file appear on my desktop and then it disappeared forever. And he was still on the call it is, as it happened. Ed was still on the call and my face, he's like, oh no. And I felt just the purest embarrassment and shame and disappointment and all the negative things pulled into one. Um, I cannot believe I lost that episode. Uh, Tim Nestor from Fathers of the Grind does probably doesn't know this, but I am embarrassed of that episode <laughs> as well. I didn't. I feel like that was very early on. That was very very early. I think Bobby actually recommended him to be on the show, and I I think I asked him like what he does for a living, uh, and I remember just being embarrassed about. I don't know why. There's probably there's probably more shows that I <laughs> probably should be embarrassed about, but I if you guys like, you can um, tweet at we the gamer cast your favorites your your things that you thought were maybe a little weird weird moments <laughs> one of my favorite interviews i don't know if he's even gonna listen to this but ryan hewlin uh, i believe we met through the kind of funny group as well one of my favorite conversations one of the the most nerdy some like we talked some heavy stuff on this show for sure ryan hewlin episode was was the opposite it was just like let's be total geeks together and i remember even chelsea uh, knew that something was happening on that interview. She could hear me kind of talking. She's like, I can always tell when the interview is going a certain way. And she knew something special was <laughs> happening with Ryan Hewlett. I think Adam Leonard remembers that episode very, very well. If you guys don't remember, that's when we talked about Back to the Future in the fan fiction. That was that was a great, great episode. Uh, some of my other favorites, very recently, the tech junkie, Warren, was on. And um, I think I called him the Canadian Joe after work. Super friendly, super knowledgeable. Him and I just clicked, and I should probably reach out to him. Uh, I also did a weird episode, along with the many, many E3 predictions and results episodes with a lot of different guests. We had a couple different ways of doing the show over the years. Um, but Tammy and Tommy, one of my favorite episodes is having uh, having those guys, Thomas King and Tammy Ryan on, and we talked about our favorite games. And I always wanted to, we talked about doing more and more of that, and it's just one of those things like life kind of got in the way. But I thought that would have been very special. And it's, it's, it's still on my list. I still have a lot of things that I want to get to in terms of creating content. That could be like a limited run series or something like that. We can, uh, maybe by mentioning that, it will reignite the fire, at least in, either in my mind or your guys' minds or something. Um, we did Black History Month this year, 
which is totally ripping off from other podcasts, celebrating it in that way. And I, I wanted to um, I wanted to get around to that. So Joey, Ed, Delvin, and Devin were on the uh, were on the show in February, and that was that was awesome, man. I was really glad that we that we got around to that. I uh, I think we're gonna run some music, and we'll probably close this thing out. The final We the Gamer cast. Um, why don't we just run that outro music right here? That's going to do it. Okay, I think I did pretty well. Not too much crying, not too much holding tears back and sniffling and sneezing, whatever. My dog cried for most of the episode. Thank you guys for listening to this, the finale of We The Gamer Cast. Thank you for being on uh, the ride, whether it was one or 178 shows. Your support throughout this whole time, throughout the Patreon, through all the things, means the absolute world to me. I know many of you are wondering, what does the future hold well for now? If you're a Nintendo, the Xbox Drive goes strong. It's Christmas time, so enjoy the holidays, whatever that means to you. I hope you have an amazing and restful holiday and Christmas. If there's a holiday sale, I hope you buy all the things. For me, I want to get Twitch streaming back up fairly soon. That's probably priority number one. I want to try and uh, rediscover and get back on the Twitch streaming. We need Ellie on a pretty solid sleeping schedule. I want to explore some opportunities for something done monthly or maybe limited run stuff. Maybe it's not something that I'm doing every single week. I want to I want to work and collaborate with people. I threw something over to the Nintendo game, Caro, uh, a little while back. That's still something I want to do, Caro. Bobby knows about that too, but I've thrown a lot of things at Bobby, so he actually has no idea what I'm talking about this moment. I just want it to be special. I want it to work, and it also has to work for scheduling as well. Uh, I have all these different ideas and somehow they all add up to something that's more complicated, complex, and hard to do than this show was. So so we will see. But for now, I'm excited. 2019, I'm going to be starting a brand new job. I'm going to have a team. I'm going to be a, a director. So that's a brand new challenge, but this opportunity has secured at least a short-term future for me and my family. And that's something that I'm incredibly proud of. I've been working a long time for for that and to have that reassurance that I'm ready for the next level on that front is incredible. So for this to take a bit of a pause, or, or well, definitely the show is over. <laughs> don't I don't want anybody to like read in between the lines or anything. The show is over. That's it. But until the next, whatever the next creative endeavor is, I, I can focus on. I've got a, a, an eight-pound baby. Um, I've got a coming up on a two-year-old that's just gonna rip the walls down. Um, so I got, I got I got some things. But my mind will never stop creating things related to video games. And so I promise you guys that something new will come up. I've got new ideas. But for the last time, probably just kick it over to my... I don't even remember. If you guys were the ones who recommended that Jason is a thing and we should celebrate heavy rain at the end of this show, well, this is the last time. Here he is, your friend and mine, Jason. Jason! Wait, 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 wait. I can't just end the show like that. I feel... Okay, so I obviously wrapped up recording yesterday. Uh, this is now Sunday before it goes live. Uh, and I'm, I'm just not ready to let it go. I've been thinking a lot about a whole bunch of submissions that everybody had sent in. Um, there's a letter from Andrew Gonzalez. There's tweets and everything that came in. And I was... As I was going through recording this episode yesterday, I was feeling a little weird about reading people say nice things about me. And I still kind of feel weird about that. And this is one of the things that came in. And this is why I have to include it when it came in. It hit me like a, it wrecked me like a wrecking ball. 
uh, Andrew Gonzalez swung in like Miley Cyrus into my solar plexus. So thank you, Andrew. He said, Sean, I just heard about We The Gamer Cast ending and immediately had things to say. So you may not know this, but I was pretty new to the show. I ran out of podcasts to listen to, and I remember my good friend and your Xbox Drive co-host, Luke Laura, was a guest. I listened to that episode and was hooked. I went down a rabbit hole of going through the episodes that were still available on my podcast app and eventually listening as new episodes dropped. It was fantastic getting to know more about friends like John Wall, Adam Leonard, Antonio Guillen, Fiona McKinnon, Kyle Stevenson, and Mario... Damn it. Piacquadio. <laughs> Your fantastic interviewing skills helped viewers into the lives of awesome people. I enjoyed every single minute that you allowed me to listen to the show. As I said earlier, I started listening when I needed a new show, but I didn't realize that listening would help me get through some tough situations. I had a lot of issues with my local friends. I felt lost and confused. Your show led me... Your show led me to become friends with Antonio. It led me to discover the Mega Dads, two guys that are an important part of my life, and it led me to follow Fiona on Twitch. People I interacted with online became bigger parts of my life, so much so that I've met most of them in real life. I'm also freaking thrilled that We The Gamer Cast led us to meet earlier this year. I'm writing this while being emotional. I'm so sad to see the show go, but I love reflecting on everything it's done. This isn't the end of your journey, Sean. I'm not sure if We The Gamer Cast will come back, but if it does, just know that a bunch of us will rejoice and be happy to hear you behind the microphone again. Thanks for all you have done for this community, from bringing us together, to making us laugh, to making us cry, and for inviting us into the lives of so many people. The world is a, is a divisive place, and you unify people for an hour every week. That's something I'll never forget. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you, Adam Leonard. And thank you, Justin Masson. And everyone who sent in submissions and comments. And everybody who listened to the show and shared the show, who was on the show. This has been an unbelievable journey, and I am so incredibly lucky to have been on it. I never imagined that it would turn into this. And a few weeks ago, I listened to another show, Heavily Pixelated. Adam Leonard, our good friend from Mega Dads, was on that show. And at the end, Scott Jones featured a song that I thought was absolutely gorgeous. I just asked Adam if I could use it to close out this show. It's called Remember Me, and I hope you guys really enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you for being on the ride with me, and this is, this is a much better way to close out the show than Stupid Jason. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. Please remember me this way If I ever fade away Will you remember me this way? Please find some way to keep me here Hold me close and hold me near Find a way to keep me here You will never be alone You're my heart and you're my home If the world should break in two I will find my way to you 
underneath the starry night But you remember me tonight Please find some way to keep me here I don't want to disappear Find a way to keep me here Don't you ever be afraid I'll stand beside you all the way I will never let you fall I'll be with you through it all you will never be alone You're my heart and you're my home And if the world should break in two I will find my way to you So Remember me this way If I ever fade away Will you remember me this way